You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, welcome to the You Up podcast. I'm Nikki Glazer. This is the podcast of the radio show You Up with Nikki Glazer that is every day, Monday through Thursday, on Sirius XM Channel 95 Comedy Central Radio. Join us, won't you, over there. Get a subscription. Eight hours of content every day. With my bud, my main man, Tom Takar. That's right, the Slumdog Thousandaire. Slumdog Thousandaire, Tom Takar. Uh, we have a really good time every week. Uh, this week was no exception. Great week of work. So, what a fun week. This one flew by, too. I know. It we always record cruising. these on Thursdays. They go out, so you're hearing t- t- Friday is when mm-hmm. this will go out. Um, and then you hear a, a clip from every uh, each day of the show. And... Um, yeah, we have so much fun. I, I and it did fly by, and we're here every week. We never, we never break. We had like yeah. one break since February. Yeah, and even then there were shows. You know, it's a we, consistent thing you get to do every day. And if you want, you can listen to old episodes. If you hear a clip on this show and you want to go back and hear the entire show and you want to extend the conversation, you can always find uh, full episodes on the SiriusXM on demand uh, or app, and you can go to their. Um, episodes on demand and you're gonna want to this week i mean we had some great guests we had some fun times and we can only give you so much on this you know yeah there's only so much to give and let's start giving it right let's give it the first first uh clip is um man this has been a constant theme on the show because i think me being a single lady navigating hooking up i just am like what when does sex come into play when when should you sleep with someone is it sleeping with someone too soon if you wait until before you get a commitment i don't even know but now I do know because Ashley Graham told me how she handled it. Ashley Graham is um, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, um, new podcaster, just a lovely person uh, in general. And she was in the studio with Anthony Atamanek, who plays Trump on The President Show. And um, and we just had a good old time talking about um, how she didn't bang her husband until she got married and why. Here's why. You are- You've been with your husband for eight years. Eight years we've been married. That is insane. How long have you been together? Nine. We only dated a year. What? Yeah. Wait, why did that happen so fast? Well, How did you know? There was a few things. So we met at church, and then I was like, "Mm, I don't want a boyfriend. And then he was like, well, I'm going to be your boyfriend. And then I fell in love with him. And we waited till we were married to have sex. So that was something also that kind of sped the process up. Sure. Um, (laughs) I like that you were married. Of course I'm going to admit it, because I wasn't a virgin. I knew what I was missing. Right. <laughs> oh, so you weren't a virgin, but you, no, with your husband. weren't virgins. Why no. did you guys decide that? You both you know, weren't virgins? My ex-boyfriend was so terrible, and I realized that I was giving so much of myself up to men who were not, des- who were not deserving of me. And, you know, as a girl who was just dating all over New York City, and I would have, like, a boyfriend for three months here, a boyfriend for six months there, and then, you know, and then I got into a really nasty relationship with a guy, I was like... I'm giving it up too soon and I'm not making these guys work for it. I'm not valuing who I am. So the next guy I mar- or the next guy I date, he's not getting any of this until at least I see a ring on my finger. Then I decided it's not even just a ring. It's got to be like the wedding day. So then I met my husband and sure enough we met in church. It made it a lot easier because we had the same belief system. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so I didn't have to convince someone like, no, trust me, like it's going to work out. Um, but it's worked out. We've been married for eight years. <sighs> I love this story because it is validating everything that I am doing with my life now. Really? Which is like, are you, you don't get, yeah, I'm pretty much, am, you don't get 
anything until and it's not even marriage for me but it's until yeah, everybody's you prove different. yourself but mm-hmm. it's like yeah you set your own kind of parameters but i am not i'm done being this girl i think we grow up as women um thinking we've sold we've been sold this lie about blue balls mm-hmm. and how if a guy doesn't finish he's going to hate us and he's going to be mad at us and we're going to be bad women and it's not men that are necessarily perpetuating this it's just something that has gotten to our consciousness as women that they need if you engage in a hookup with a guy if he doesn't finish then there's there's something then wrong you did with, something you did mean something to wrong him. and he might not call you he might not get you an uber home or whatever whatever and you know what usually if you if you don't finish him off, then he does call you. Exactly. And when you do finish, because you <laughs> yes, finish them yeah. off right? over and over, and uh-huh. you realize even when you do finish them, they, they still don't, they mm-hmm. do all those things anyway. They mm-hmm. talk bad about you behind your back. Men are the hunters. Things. They want something to hunt, and they also want something to kind of, to, to be able to say, I got I got her, and I did it the right way. And that was something that I learned in dating every, at least half of the assholes in New York City. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's my new thing, and I like to hear that you actually waited till marriage, and that you, this wasn't a, th- you had already had sex before. You knew yeah. what you were missing out on, a but you knew that having sex, it's like, it's also you the need, person. You need to it's keep something. It's the person, something. too. It's who the person is. Yes. I mean, just, you know, just sex alone with someone is not necessarily an intimate act. So, like, it has to be with the person that you care about. I, mean, I can't believe I'm this famous guy. <laughs> but it's true. I, mean, yeah. I think that intimacy, 90% of intimacy is about... Your, you know, your eyes, your touch, and all the things that uh-huh. matter around that. Yep. Just tickling the pickle is like the sort of <laughs> neural sort of discharge part of it that's yeah. totally different. And I mean, a lot of uh, discharge. I have a lot of discharge. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think I vomited in my mouth. <laughs> it, it is, but it's. Uh, so how did that go over? Was he like, I'm, I'm down, and then you guys got married? Was no, he was he had sex Amazing. before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So you both were just like, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Together. It, okay. He was down, and I, I don't know. It just worked. And then so we made a deal where we wouldn't sleep over at each other's homes because we knew oh. if we did, then yeah. hello, morning wood, morning. <laughs> yeah, you know, we know how it goes down. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And so we did these 24-hour dates where we would he would pick me up and it would be in the evening. We would spend the whole night out just like walking around the city or going to shows, going, you know, 24-hour diners. Then we would spend the whole day together. And it was like we really got to know each other and we built this friendship that you cannot destroy because our trust, our communication is so on point that today like we can literally just be so blunt with each other and then just go right into lovey-dovey mode. Right. And by these 24-hour dates, you mean that you weren't alone in a place, in a bedroom together? Yeah. You, you would keep I it mean, out we would of... sometimes go over to each other's homes and watch movies or just hang out. Like, But we weren't, you weren't, we weren't sleeping in up. the same bed. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Because you're right. It will happen if you put yourself in that position. Because yep. you get horned up enough, you you start making deals with yourself. Because we you were go, making out. Listen, he's yeah. not going to be weird after this. I'm just going to do it. And I just can't. If you do have sex with someone too soon, girls who are listening, it's okay. You can always get that power back, but just try to hold out as long as you yep. can. It's never a bad idea. Mm-mm. It really is never a bad idea. Mm-mm. I've never seen it backfire on a girl to never. hold back, to not text first, to not uh, hold withhold sex. Not not with. I mean, it is withholding, but you're doing it for yourself. You're not doing it to punish him. I don't think it's withholding when you haven't already given it. 
Oh, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a really good point. It's like it's not yours. It also shouldn't right. be transactional, personally. Yeah, I think yeah. that the whole idea yes. should be you want to weed out the pressuring toxic masculinity and, and sort of garbage yeah. that, that floats around. And that's exactly what happened to me. I started yeah. dating guys and they were like, what, you're waiting? I was like, why? And then they would try to hook up with me. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. Yeah. And then they wouldn't call me back. Yeah. And you weed through the guys who just want to have sex with you. Yes, it doesn't always, like it, you saying I'm not gonna have sex with you doesn't always work. It's not like that guy's just gonna chase you to the end of the world. No. Don't give up yeah. if they're not really messing with not all that thirsty. Yeah. Yes. And I is, think if there are people who like to have a lot of sex and they all like it and all those people meet each other and they are fine without commitment. <laughs> I'm saying those folks should go for it too. Yes. I don't think there's like yeah. one right way, but I think that yeah. the problem is is that, or at least hearing what you're saying, is the worst one is the sort of pressuring and the blue balls and I come on and I can do it. And the thing that all of any young man who's passed through their 20s, especially if you grew up in the 70s and 80s, that was like the language you were taught too yes. as a man. And like it's a hard one to undo and you have to undo it. I feel like all the men out there, undo it. I feel like <laughs> anyone who went through the DARE program also was given this aside like propaganda session of blue balls and how a guy, if you want a guy to like you, he's got to finish. And I'm still, I'm talking to myself here, by the way. And hearing you are like an angel to me right now because Aww. I already look up to you and to hear you say that that's in your relationship has been eight years strong now which is uh, to be a young girl married for eight years is something to yeah, celebrate we got, that's we got really, married when I was 22 that's crazy that wow. and you can oh, tell wow. the way you speak of him I'm 30 you can tell how um, good your marriage is I mean I, I'm just and you know that's the other but, thing like marriage is not an easy road like you've got your your peaks and your valleys and you just have to remember like are you both committed are you both going to stay yeah. in this and I think that the other thing that people don't talk about is the highs and lows in marriage and especially when you're in your when you're younger and our fifth year was our hardest year it was mm -hmm. because we didn't get to see each other very much and we fought and we were like what are we doing why are we married like what's the whole situation wow. and and I think that if you remember you made the commitment to each other and if you both work your asses off to stay committed to stay connected to stay co communicating there's nothing that can tear you up unless if one of you, you what know. is the work give me one specific thing that is work is the work so okay you hear that so you um when my husband and i have a, an argument you know that tension that's still left in the air where you're like okay we're over it but we're still pissed at each other you're like slamming the drawers. spirit yeah. of the fight and you're like, the yeah. fight is disembodied <laughs> from you and, you're and like, it just exists there's nothing else to discuss right but you're both said you're sorry so we have this game where we play the nice game and whoever says let's play the nice game the other person has to say something nice about that the other one so like if I say to Justin let's play the nice game he has to say something nice about me and then I have to say something nice about him it cannot be physical because duh we're both attracted to each other mm -hmm. and it can't be something that's like surface level like I really like how you clean the dishes today <laughs> right. okay right so and if you're the person who doesn't say the nice thing then you're the first person on the face of the earth that ever cheated on the nice game right so then we shun each other like it's like oh Okay, you're the first person ever. So you, you're so the you have lost to. this game. Yes. So you have to say something else. And what that does is it creates this like loving connection again because you have. It's kind of like saying affirmations, or it's kind of like saying gratitude to 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 your day, and telling this person like you know thank you for supporting me through this decision, or thank you so much for um, you know taking the time to care for me and to, whatever it is. And it's like okay, 
all right, we're back to square one and everything's fine. Yeah, That's the nice good. game. I love that. But I you like have to you have to be so selfless when you're married because everything is about that person and vice versa. Mm. You every guard has to go down. And that is something that's very, very hard for people. And yes. hard to maintain and do. Yes. And a yeah. lot of times you fail at it, but you of try. Of course. And I think the other one is there are things about your partner that you'll just never will like. Yeah. Like there are certain things that the you The 80-20 just, yeah. rule when you're dating. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever heard of the 80-20 rule? I haven't, but I can guess, but tell me. So if you're dating someone, really, truly, like it has to be like 80% of what this person gives that you're obsessed with. The other 20% is kind of like, okay, whatever, I'll just deal with it. Right. But if it's like 70% is great and 30% is like, oh, hell no, bye then bye. you have to walk away because that Whoa. 30% will get under your skin. Oh, but man. It'll destroy it eventually. Yes. But 20%, because no it's one's hard perfect. It's math that out, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you making you a chart? You figure it out. Yeah. Well, the you figure it out. Yeah. experiencing when you go, oh, the relief of going, I don't have to fix this. I'm not here to change it yes. this is just a part of them and I just got to accept it and stop being crazy about mm-hmm. it and in our thing we do a can I make a confession and a confession is when you say something you're feeling mm. and your partner does not comment respond or anything you just say it and then you go I'm done and then no and, and the thing is because like being listened to mm. right is like yes. the number one thing that gets lost in the shuffle yeah. is truly being listened to mm-hmm. and you want to fix because you love and you want to mm-hmm. try to do and so it's a really good way of going I got to make a confession I'm really anxious about going to this party and doing this thing and, and then you just let it go because sometimes you just want to say it it's yes. not about it being fixed you just want to say it and not be it. judged yeah, yeah. you want to be I love heard that. I think when I look back on my relationships and, and I'm kind of like getting back together with someone I've been with for off and on for Why? six years because I'm realizing the 80-20 thing and I'm realizing I always broke up because of the 20 and that the 80 oh. really I've dated other people and I have a joke about it but when I date other people I look at my ex and I go oh my god he's the best I can wow. do <laughs> like because I I feel like I did really well five years ago and I've dated since then and I, I you just compare and you go no that was pretty great what am I doing and and he's grown over time and I've grown over time but something that I really didn't realize and I think would help in a marriage or a long-term relationship is honestly just empathy and being like they're a different person than yeah. I am and they're interpreting everything from a different perspective. I don't know why I never even grasped that until this year, but literally I just, every time we would get in a fight, I'm like, I only saw things from, why doesn't he see... I would never treat him that way. So why is so he must not love that me? That has to do with your love language. Yeah, I feel like I'm like doing this like love counseling yeah. right Dude, now. <laughs> see, I told you, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Have yeah. you guys ever read the five love languages? Yeah. I I know of it. No. Okay, we read it on our honeymoon because we're dorks. Whoa. And my love language is acts of service, and his is physical touch and time spent. Like I could never touch you. Like maybe we'll have sex, like and it'll be great. But don't like don't come in. I don't I don't want to be touched when I walk in the door, and I don't need to speak to you. Yeah, he needs both of those things. Oh yeah, I, I men need, usually yeah. do. I'm like touch me, touch yeah. me. Yeah, and they want to have spend time. And I'm like, okay, if you got everything on the to do list done, if you booked that vacation, if you did da 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 for me, then like oh my god, I'll do anything you want me to. Whoa, interesting. So. 
this love language is like you love the way that you want to be loved and yeah. he's loving you the way he wants to be loved so you have to understand each other's love language in order to love that person like because I'm like well why would you want me to, why would you want me to touch you all the time that's ridiculous because you don't How want to be annoying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. and he's like no 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 please rub my head I love it and I'm like oh here we go again <laughs> but now when I rub his head then he like he does all the things I want him to do <laughs> the love language book is legit it's huge. yes and it, and it it people have such a even me and I'm I'm working on having empathy and I realize it's something that you put yourself in someone else's shoes but I only have my shoes and it's so hard to imagine other shoes but that is one way to do it is to just read that book on your honeymoon yeah. Yeah. Parts, and it's got to have helped it did it really did and the human psyche is a congress so in a way you can understand or empathize in the sense that there's a part of you that is more representative like that other person it's just the the captain that drives the ship, the part of you that's you is the primary part, but there's all these other shades and parts. So when you're interacting with your partner, you're also playing out all of your family systems, yes. all of the different relationships you've had throughout your life. So it's a it's a complex mess that sometimes works out. And if you're ha if it's really good, you get dinner. Yeah. <laughs> if it's really good, then you both have the same love language. You don't have to think oh, it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be nice? That was Ashley Graham and Anthony Atamanik. Next up is Ian Fidance and who? Mike Racine. Mike Racine. The dirty dog. Oh, my God. we really had a good time with. Oh, my God. This episode is one to listen to Definitely on Definitely get on demand because there's a long story that is very worth it to hear. There's a sketch that Mike wrote for yeah. Nikki. Yeah. That it's, we read and we play out on air. It he's was a still fun. embarrassed by it. Check it out. Oh, it's, yeah. it was such a good episode. But this is just one part of that episode in which uh, we came back from break. And Ian, Ian does a lot of things that annoy me. Um, and one of which I was annoyed with him this day. Yeah. I was really I, I scolded him at the top of the show. You should listen to he that. Came in early. Yeah, I didn't yeah. intro him yet, and he just like answered a question. <laughs> I go, "Don't talk until I've introed you. I'm the host. What are you doing?" <laughs> and then, and then we came back from break, and he um, he was laughing so hard at something either he said or I said, and he hit me. Yeah. Um, you know, out of being like, "Oh, funny," and right. it was really hard. And let me just put this out there: whenever Ian takes a picture with me. He kind of puts his hand on my ass. Yeah, you said that the other day or last week or something like that. I never know. Is that? Do you think? It's and like I think he gets away wise? with it because he's a little bi guy, and so he like gay guys can kind of like feel you yeah, up sometimes, yeah. and you go, "Oh, they're gay," so it's like fine. Yeah, he's using one hand on your butt, and he's t he's squeezing my dick with the other hand. Yeah, so and he and he is my friend, and I don't mind an ass touch from him to be mm -hmm. honest. But I will say that it always is there. It's a little bit lower on my hips than any man does. Yeah, my uh, hand is like a above your head I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah you do you go above my head you do a halo effect above my head um but here's us having a lot of fun with Ian Fidance and Mike Christine. my mom's name is Barbara and her nickname was Oral B <laughs> that's true no is she imagine listening? if it was huh Oh my yeah, god. She's probably listening. Well, I didn't realize this until I was telling Anal B. <laughs> I was telling Andrew this weekend about my dad's nickname in high school, which I didn't realize until I said it out loud, but my dad because I was Ed. 
Well, I was trying to. Uh, <laughs> if you've watched Not Safe with Nikki Glaser and the segment I did with my he's parents, a, he's a great guy. Your dad. Yeah, have you met him? Yeah, I met him. When? At the, at 51st. He asked session. for oh, yeah. your per- his permission to marry you after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. get back ever, to that story. After hanging out in your trash. Why in my garbage? Me? Oh, sorry. I was just waiting for you to show up, Mr. Glazer, and uh, I had some time to kill. I thought maybe I'd see if I could sell some of your trash on eBay. <laughs> But anyway, can I marry your daughter? <laughs> Ow! Oh, sorry. Ian just hit me so hard. That Why'd you like, do that? It was like a laugh. Like, ah. Mike. It'd be great if that's like. Hey, what the fuck is your problem, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you can't yeah, put, you, you can't put your hands on a woman like that. It'd be great if that is how you got out your aggression. You just pretend to laugh real hard and punch somebody. That was seriously so hard. Wow. That was not hard. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm so sorry. When I am a Bruise later. I'm I will so show sorry. you how hard that was. I'm Ian sorry. was hitting me out of like, oh, wasn't that funny? And it was so I hard. I have heavy hands. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. I don't know. I think you're secretly mad at me about something and you just got it out a little bit. Oh. Wasn't that funny? Uh. <laughs> in my face. Oh, man. That was a fun one. And, and it, God, two in a row. This week was great. This was insane. Jesus and Miro from uh, Bodega the, the Bodega Boys podcast. They had a show on Vice. They're about to have a show on um, Showtime. They're huge. You know who they are. And if you don't, you're going to fall in love with them on yeah, this. They There's- are so charming, so funny. God damn, fast. It's, it uh, was they're crazy. the quickest guys. They're nice. They're cool. I. I just can't say a bad thing about them. Yeah, I left with like a big old smile on my face after yesterday's show. I was just in such a good mood the whole day. Yes. That was so fun. This is- And I, we had Rachel. And Rachel Feinstein, who is my favorite comedian yeah. and my favorite person. This was such a funny episode. Here's one clip from an episode that was laughs top Jam to bottom. Packed. Again, this is one you should go and listen to on demand on the Sirius app. I- I don't I don't say this about every episode. Mm-hmm. I said it about the last one because we had two home runs in a yep, row. So fun. But um Deez Amiro, me, Rachel Feinstein, Tom Takar, we're all talking about um, my obnoxious order at Starbucks and working in the corporate environment. Check it out. You know what? I actually I just used the Starbucks app. It got really I haven't used it in a while. It got really fancy. Uh, I got I tried to order from a moving car. And for pickup, yeah, and it got all sassy. It was like, um, you are seven minutes away. It's gonna take three minutes to order this drink. Order when you get closer. Damn, yep. I was like, wow, bitch. I was like, wow. <laughs> that I was, was like, like, bitch. Okay, let me tell you something. Starbucks. Excuse me. When you get closer, <laughs> then you can make your order, sir. I was like, okay. Wow. I got shit to do over here. I have a line. Excuse me. That's I have to take Starbucks care of them. App. It's probably my most used app. Mm-hmm. I get Starbucks three times a day, and I always use the mobile app. I look at people in line, I'm, I'm like, like what you idiots. idiots. You guys are maniacs. You just what? come in all like impatient. You're like, the latte for Nikki. Yeah. I, or, I use the app. That's the I use that. You just push through all the I kiosks. I always just like, kind of have it out so like the, the people at the bar like yeah. know that that's what I'm there it's for. It's like a, you like know? a cop badge. And they're like, 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 like casually. Share, hey. Oh, it's, 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 I love listening to your orders. You order like like Meg Ryan on Harry Met Sally. I like know. it's like the most specific order ever, but it just sounds like a woman who knows what she wants. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, can I have a chai latte with almond milk <laughs> and a splash of lamb's wool? Are so cunty. I hate my orders. I always feel so what bad. Is, but what's I always. Your what's your main order now? I mean, at Starbucks, it's well, it's ridiculous. Just, today, say, it, today, just say, it, say it. Today, literally, the girl goes, "I don't know what 
this means. I heard the, I heard the barista say that to another person. And I go, I know that's my drink. So it's um, it's a venti traditional misto. I don't know what, uh, which a misto is half uh, coffee, half yeah. steamed soy. It is a um. It's a bitch latte. It's uh-huh. like it's it's not as strong as a latte, and it's less milk. It's not as like milky as a latte. Yeah. You're worth Half it. I had, You're worth it. I had never heard the word misto before. It's I a cafe. I'm just like, imagining me like, going like to the a, bodega to get coffee. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, Yo, oh, Poppy, let me get a misto. They're like, is that oh, an anime they... character? What the yeah, fuck is that? Yeah, sounds like is he in Infinity War? I don't remember him from that movie. So a misto, it's a cafe au lait, but Starbucks uses Italian phrases, not French. So you have to say misto. It's it, but it is a cafe au lait, which is an, a common order in yes. a French cafe. Okay, yes. I'm not okay. crazy. Good to know. Um, and, and let me just say 50% of people don't know where to find it in the computer. They're always like, where's a miso? Like, it, it is a weird order. Then, okay, so then I get with almond. They don't call it almond milk. They call it almond drink. So it's al- with almond milk instead yeah. of regular. Light soy. Almond and drink. then I do a splash of soy, which that confuses people because it should just be. Then I am adding soy, but I recently found out the soy milk there has like. Like a candy bar's amount of sugar in it. Uh-huh. So now I just want a little bit of soy milk as a so sweetener. A juice whisper. That's yeah. how you ask for a that. A juice whisper. Just a juice whisper. A juice whisper of soy. Wow. <laughs> this is one phrase I would not be saying out loud at Starbucks ever. <laughs> Can I get a juice whisper? Can I get a juice whisper? I have an Italian blink. Of, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Let me get a Jamaican trail a load of cinnamon. <laughs> And then I get it extra hot because it's never hot enough. Because yeah. I, I get it extra hot because I chug things too much. I'm a chugger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and that slows me down from chugging because it will burn, burn your my throat. throat. Yeah. So it, it keeps me at a normal pace that people tend to sip coffee. It keeps yeah. me sipping. So, yeah. and... Oftentimes they will only fill it up to like here because that's how they you, do you. That's how they get you. I hate that. I was that's like, if I, and I go, if I, I if order, I I'm, if I wanted a grande. Yep. Yeah. I would have ordered Outer, a grande. Outer, I hate yeah. when they because don't ask you if you want space either, and they just give it to you. Oh, I don't yeah. want room. Oof. I never want room. No room. No just room. Just no room. I'll Go get him fired. I'll get him fired. <laughs> but I feel so bad. <laughs> Wait, you'll Jewish whisper to their manager? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a letter writer. I oh, make wow. sure. Oh, my. No. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? i my wife. Like, she writes letters for everything. Does she really? I never no, she, wrote like, a letter ever. What is, does she get stuff from it? She She gets so much shit like I, I, I had never known of this strategy if you get something fucked up you write an angry but well-worded email or letter if you if you fucking physically write a letter wait and she put a stamp, writes a letter like yeah. benjamin her, no, franklin yeah. that's the only person <laughs> i can think of that, that. Yeah, yeah, i've yeah, never no, done it in my yeah, life but no. she would get all kinds of free yeah, stuff no my mom like my mom yeah. I, I, this is bizarre wait it's, she'll take out a pen and paper and, paper and, and stationery yes and stationery i don't even think i own paper i don't yeah, know how to write it i to write on the back of my american express card my friend does it and he writes certified mail so that today the head of the company so that they have to uh, they have answer to, it. Uh, you have to acknowledge me. Don't yeah. just throw me in a pile. Wow. What? Like she would literally wow. write like so. One and you day, get like, all kinds of free shit. All kinds of free shit. Very petty, stupid thing. Got an Entenmann's cake from like the supermarket. <laughs> it was bad. It had like mold on the bottom. She was like, th- she took pictures of it. Was like, this <laughs> fucking cake had mold on the bottom. I demand my money back. Blah 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 blah. Supermarket gave her a hard time. She's like, I'm going to corporate. Wrote a like fuck. I- what, what what is it? Brick and mortar letter? Like yeah. fucking <laughs> put it in a fucking envelope, put a stamp on it, sent she did it. like a five paragraph essay. Yeah, seriously, oh, sent it, and then Entenmann sent back like a fucking 
giant envelope full of like, yo, free intimates forever. This still, wow. it's like Charlie's golden ticket. They're like wow. all over my house. Yeah. Like I lift up my couch cushion and it's like, oh, free cake. It's true. Like, it oh, takes cool. one cunty note and you get like a yeah. lifetime of free shit. A lifetime shit. of free shit. Just the idea of writing a physical letter <laughs> yeah. is so exhausting to me. I would yeah. never yeah. do it. Oh, I don't even mail things I'm we supposed do, to yeah. mail. We do you even get a stamp yeah. nowadays? Yeah. You gotta go to the post office. I went to the bodega the other yeah. day and I was like, you sell stamps and everyone was like, we don't take food stamps. I was like, no. Believe it or not, at one time people put a little picture on an envelope yeah. and sent it across the Nobody land. Nobody has stamps. You got to go to the airport to oh, get yeah. it or something. No, no, it's crazy. No, also, if you go to the post office, they, the post, uh, people at the post office hate you for using the post office. Oh, the yeah, they're I, angry. They're, are you want to send a package? Like, Motherfucker. Why are you keeping us in business? They're just, they just want it to be over. They want to yeah. be put out of their misery. And you, like, see, you, wild. Keep, you see the windows and you just see the person sitting there like, mm-hmm, and you walk yeah. over and they're like, did I turn the light on? <laughs> no, so go back online. Did I say next? Motherfucker. Did I say <laughs> next? Did, did, no, 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 no. Did I say next? So you want this package next day or overnight? I'm like, overnight is next. Overnight is not next day. Overnight it's, means it will reach there at 9 o'clock. Next day means it will reach there the next day. If you would read the website before you, you would come here, you, you wouldn't be wasting. Excuse me. He's wasting your time because he did oh not God. read the directions on the website. Excuse me. Matt, thank you. You know what? We're going to lunch. Daniel to Baker. Lunch. Daniel Baker is wasting your time. We're going to lunch now. Oh, my Close your window, God. girl. <laughs> and then they shut the window. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> I've I've done the thing before where I've called Starbucks because I've called corporate yeah. <laughs> because I just want because I know they'll throw me a free drink on oh, the yeah. app. It's oh, very yeah, easy yeah, for them yeah, to do. Sure. You talk to someone online and and what you do is you go, I'm a loyal customer. I swear, like I I I'll, you just present yourself as someone who like I've spent a lot of money here and I will yeah. continue to. Yeah. Like, look, I am a good customer. I've never given a man a shin job. I just <laughs> <laughs> I just love your coffee. Uh, is a, is the one free drink? Handies. <laughs> yeah, is one free you... drink enough to massage you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just to re, yeah, because it's, it's five bucks. It's five bucks. When you're paying do five dollars for coffee, I just, I, I have that to. I, I, I'm a lady that can drop five dollars on the street, and it's not going to pain me. Mm. It's, I'm not in a position where five dollars is really that much money. But when you're spending that much on a cup of coffee, yeah. I demand excellence. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I demand, yeah. but here's the this thing: this is, is water though, and beans. <laughs> I feel like she's making this speech at the register out behind her. Like, damn, I am not I, making oh, this trade. No. <laughs> she's a man's ex. I'm on Twitter. Like, she's a man's ex. Making people working at Starbucks. The, yeah, I'm like, re- you're making minimum wage. You and I've heard the other side I of it. At, oh yeah, I work at Starbucks. You have? Uh, yes, it's awful. Me, it's it is awful, right? I have so much empathy for people who have to work with. And it was worse because it wasn't a standalone Starbucks. It was a Starbucks within a Barnes and Noble. No, yeah, which is the Starbucks. Where people go and they're obnoxious and they order outlandish they shit. Set up shop and, all day. Yeah, right and then there, like with twenty the magazines, books. I'm oh, like, God. fuck you. And then they leave shit. They spill shit on books. Then it's my fault. Then the boss comes up. He's like, you know, they're not supposed to be reading up here. You're supposed to, you know, politely tell them to, you know, oh, move to God. a different area. And I'm like, bro, I'm not going. To, this guy has a weird look to him. I don't like. He has a thousand yard stare. Yes. And he's reading forty eight yeah, laws of power. You shouldn't have to privately scold people no. yeah, on top like, of yeah. serving. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. That's but you know, crazy. so you know what I did is I got high in the back and I ate the entire Snickers pie. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we have no more Barnes and Nobles in New York. That's that's right. Right. We, just had that one, we had that one sad one in Union Square. It's like, uh, oh, everyone just goes there to use the bathroom, and that's it. That's There's the only reason you go to Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble bathroom. Oh, that was so fun. Gosh darn it. I wish what, they what could be in day. every day. Yeah, or like once a week. Maybe we can get them in here once a week. Oh, they have such busy lives. They're, They're so like busy. Performing at Madison Square Garden coming up. It's just... 
There and then I saw them later on. Like there was a post from they were at Sirius later on in the evening doing press. Jesus. Like they went all day with yeah. that kind of energy. They just bring it. I want whatever they're smoking, which is probably available right down the street. <laughs> um, next up on the episode was today's episode with Sarah Tiana and Janelle James and me and Tom. Enjoy it. You are weed. Just, weed yeah. is weed the makes way to my ceiling. Yeah. I ate one of those. The right one. I ate one of those things yesterday, and I started. I was just like, "Oh shit!" Did it? Did it hit you? Yeah, it felt good, but I was also like, "Oh, I have shit to do." I didn't right. think it was gonna affect yeah. me. This oh, much. right, 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 right. <laughs> no, you smoke yeah. the right one, you'll be thinking, but it won't be anything you could say say to anybody, or you look like a crazy person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's the thing. I don't. I think he he doesn't like those thoughts. The thoughts uh, that, that yeah. it makes you think too much. Like, about like crazy stuff. in the stuff. universe? Yes, I'm yeah, gonna die yeah, someday. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. stuff. But I, you do smoke a lot of pot. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've, I'm now 72 hours sober because I was oh, just wow. feeling really. I, my energy has been sapped, yeah. and I'm like, I'm eliminated everything else in I'm my life. I'm definitely addicted. Like, I was just thinking about it the other day. Well, last night. I, yeah. I was trying to go to bed without it, and I and I like got in bed, and I got back out, and I got. I was like, just smoke. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? I, I, I'm trying. I don't know if I'm trying to stop, but I was like, oh, could I do it without it? Could I go to sleep? And I could not. <laughs> That's when you're like, I'm, Because yeah. I'm thinking too much. Mm-hmm. And then the weed tells, tells I know. me to stop. Melatonin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm addicted to melatonin. Like, I, I, I need yeah. that to fall asleep. But weed, weed, what, but... D- if it makes you fall asleep and you're doing it throughout the day, do oh, you get- Oh, no, I'm all in the different strands. This is for oh, this, this is for you this. you have yeah, the different man. ones. So yeah. you're doing it responsibly. As much as you can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, do you wake and bake? Yes. Gosh, so, yeah, I mean, we're focusing <laughs> not function at all. I love that you please admit to this because I talk about it too. I mean, I, I uh, thank you for saying that because I feel I feel definitely addicted to it. Yeah. And I, uh, Schumer has a new joke that I just love where she, she got a text from her husband where he's like, we're running out of weed. Um, I think we should just like not get any more. I just want to like quit. And she goes, I will strike you. Uh. <laughs> That's what she wrote back to him. And she goes, all I, w- I think we should only smoke weed. Like we shouldn't yeah. consume anything. Cause like the state of the world right now, like Why, how I feel entitled to weed. Yeah. I feel entitled to it. I feel entitled to check out in yeah. that way because I can function. I'm not, it's not like alcohol where I'm stumbling around. I, right. I'm still able to run my life, but it's like, I mean, it's, I'm definitely forgetting shit, but I I'm know. still out okay, here. So I made it here. What are, what are the, <laughs> and, and you are, you're thriving. I mean, you're going to an audition later today. You're here in the morning. You look fresh-faced and beautiful. You don't look like someone who's just like a stoner who I'd be like, get no, your life together. Everybody's, I mean, a lot of people are high. People are high yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Every profession, every Age Dude, group, me and Tom you know. are like, really? <laughs> All I the time. Play your games, nerds. No, I'm just oh, I, 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 I worked at Starbucks or like Why else, Oh yeah. I would be I would high myself. All oh my <laughs> it almost seems great to me because I want to be high all the time anyway. Yeah. So it would give me an excuse to be like, I can make drinks. No, they're, they're high. high. Yeah, they're high. <laughs> People are high all the time. And then and that gets in my head too because the same with alcohol. There's certain comedians you watch that glorify alcohol where you're like, I can't be a good comic unless I'm like Doug Stanhope mm. and just like raw. And mm. like, and then there are certain comics also who smoke a lot of weed who really are benefit from it and, and function well. And I think I can be a high-functioning pothead. I get shit done. Is this done. a goal? <laughs> 
But I also think I reach a point where it starts to diminishing returns. Where yeah, so you, that's when you take taper 72 off. off. Yep. You take a, a do week off. Do you take off. breaks? I do take breaks, and uh, usually it's because of something else. I'm on antibiotics or something. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is I, this is a, also a good feeling, but then I always what do go, you I what do you? Again. I don't even know what um what. I can't tell the difference between me. I, I would like to ask my friends, like, how am I different high than when I'm straight? Like, I doubt I don't they really, would even know. I don't think they know. <laughs> like, I don't think I'm that. I'm not like, whoa, what, like the typical yeah, Again, stoner. I feel like it's it depends on what you got, what you smoking. Sometimes it's, yeah. you're like, what? I usually <laughs> know yeah. you're high, Nikki, when I see you wearing your, like, reggae stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you've got dreads you on. Yeah, so when you put oh, on your Bob true. Marley hat. I, I kind of just own it, you guys. I really lean it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. You kick a hacky I'm sack like, at me. It's not Halloween, so she must be high now. Yeah, get I into just... the strains and just figure, you know, like figure out. Mm. I can't do edibles and do anything else, so I know that. I'm, right. Yeah. I walk around on edibles and, um, you know, the sativas, the hybrids. Like it's so cool. But what does it do for quote, you quote, though? Cool. What, what, what do you What do you like me? about weed? I feel like it makes me less anxious, like and like the opposite of what they said. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking if I'm not high, I'm, my brain is going overdrive and it just slows it down yes where i can think the thoughts and actually uh think about the thought does that make sense yeah 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 because it feels like process it, 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 process it you right. know what i mean and also think think thoughts that i wouldn't have thought that's what i like <laughs> yeah. about it is it kind of gets me you're right no i totally hear what you're saying it, it makes you think things that you wouldn't think if you weren't high because right. you're high and, and you're the trick is to remember thoughts. to write that shit down when yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and that's then the a... trick is sometimes don't write it down because it will disappoint it you and dis- how right. creative yeah. right. it that's is the worst. And that's the other part where i'm like why did well, i think many that times yeah. i'm on the couch having a what I think is going to be an excellent bit, and I just can't even get myself to get to the fucking notebook oh, on the yeah. ledge, and that's the worst. So. I always think of the Mitch Hedberg <laughs> like joke. Hedberg thing, he yeah. goes, he goes. Sometimes I think of a joke, but my notebook's across the room, so I'll yeah. convince myself it's not funny, <laughs> so I don't have to get up and write. I'll be it like, down. I'll remember it when I get up, and no. Oh, yeah. I always do that. Uh, How many bits have been lost? Uh, because you, you go, I'll in, remember it. I'd be Chappelle already. No. <laughs> You don't record it into your phone or like audio. Um, no, well, no, I'll never that's to a it. good. I won't either. I've never listened to anything I've put into my phone recording wise because I just hate I'm the same hearing way. my yeah. voice. Me too. Like, yeah, I haven't. I haven't watched my Netflix thing. It'll, I'll never. Yeah, I'll never will. Uh, that was the podcast this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Also, get a subscription to Sirius. Why not join us every day? Become a part of Squirt Nation. Yas Queen. All right. Um, I guess I have. A secret to divulge. Um, do I? Hmm. Gosh, I, I had one on the way in here too, and I can't remember really? it now. Yeah, I've lost it a little bit. What the hell do I have here? Um, I think it was something like eating related or something. Oh, you did something gross. Yeah. Oh, I read your tweet last night about. Uh, oh, yeah. That's the do thing really I do, do a that? lot. Oh, all the time. I've been doing I that for love, years. Yeah, you those were... spicy bean patties. So my tweet was that I um. I may I'll like watch baking shows. That's the one you're talking about. Yes, right? I love. I'll it. watch baking shows and be like, uh, I would have used more fondant, but or fondant or whatever they yeah. say. But then I'm eating uh, two uh, Morning Star black bean patties like caked together over a Chipotle napkin. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of eating uh, with a napkin as yeah. your plate. Like yep. that is just. I do so, it all the time. I do it too. It's uh, easy to dispose of. Um, I guess my secret would be that 
Well, I'm gonna plug my Twitter and stuff while you to give you a second to think. Yes, follow please. me at uh, Tom Takar. It's T H A K K A R. I know it's weird sounding, but T H A K K A R on Insta and Twitter, please. Um, I am I am constantly suffering from camel toe. <laughs> All of my jeans give me camel toe. All of them. Yeah. And I don't know what to do about it because it kind of feels good. <laughs> Cause it's like, yeah, does it feel like you're jerking off or whatever? There's just a little in the bit world? of there's a little bit of rubbing on my clit area that I kind of enjoy, but I also it is I feel the other day I looked down when I was on stage because I was talking about my vagina, so yeah. I like looked down and I was like, I'm assaulting you all with what's happening. Like, it, you know when like a man's pants are all bunched up and you can see his balls and you're like, I don't ask for that. Yeah, pull your pants down. That is what I'm doing to people. Like, it is an assault with what I'm bringing to the table with my cam toe. And I, I just, I don't know what to do about it anymore. But it's all my jeans are high-waisted, and I, and I have a long lower torso, <laughs> and they're all riding right up the cam. Yeah. Do you think people are offended looking at it? I don't think so. I bet most people are I like, would yeah. be. I'm offended sometimes looking in the mirror. I'm like, it is split all the way up the top. And but- I have, like, a really, like... My vagina like doesn't have like a little crease. Like you can really get up in there, and there's like lots to be had on both sides after you get up in there. Yeah. My question is, okay, how does this fit into like the free the nipple movement? You know what I mean? Like, Ooh. why not free the lab? You know? Because I would not let a man free his balls. Okay. I don't want to see a man's balls, so I don't want to see. I don't my- think anybody wants to see a man's balls though. Where there are people, I think that you don't want to see my my. Body, I don't want to yeah. see. I I no, not you, not but like to. the general yeah. you either. No one, yeah, no one needs like, to see what I'm. In society, people don't mind it as much. I guess I've just been calling it out on stage recently because every pair of pants does it, and I need to call it out. And the the way the audience responds is like, "Thank God she mentioned it." Like, that's kind of the relief that I get from the audience. Yeah. So I'm going to address it at some point. It is uncomfortable sitting down right now. These pants especially give me it very deeply. And um, that's my secret, and that's my burden. And uh, thanks for listening to the podcast this week, you guys. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Squirt. Squirt. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.